Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Greg and it's Steph. And you're listening to this on Thursday, October 19. We're actually pre-recording an entire week earlier. In fact, we just got done in studio with the show for the 12th. So if any big news happens... Well, We're not going to talk about you know, it. No, <laughs> I'm sure there is big news that's right. unfolded in the last week, especially with everything happening in Israel. Yes. But um, the reason that we're doing this is both Tobin and I are gone all of this week. And where are you all going? So, Tobin, where are you going? <laughs> I am going to be in Tennessee. Yes. Uh, I've got a steel guitar show okay. that I'm playing for. So. Okay. What's and a steel guitar show? So it, a steel guitar is the instrument that right, I play. Right, I know that. But Most of us have probably seen it at Easter at the Arena. Right. Yes, but, yes. Um, a steel guitar show is basically where all the steel guitar players in Nashville get together and they showcase things they've come up with songs they've written and so how big like is that. this like how, how many steel guitar players um, are there goes, typically there it goes from 11 a.m to 11 p.m nonstop. wow all week uh no no no, no. Oh, just oh. one night one yeah. night so how many players what do you think oh there's probably like 20 okay very cool yeah. that's awesome fun so. and steel guitar is it the hardest instrument of all would you I say i would say it is one of the hardest Why? instruments yeah. uh well it takes your feet your knees both hands and a whole lot of coordination. And are there actual notes, or you? Yep, there's I mean, actual actual notes. There's no frets, so it's kind of like playing a violin. Okay. So you have to be very precise. Huh. And of course, this is Tobin Hess, one <laughs> yeah. of our staff members here at right. Second Church, and a guy that for a long time was the reason we had direct line week in week out before right. we went back to primarily live shows. Um, I'm in Tennessee all week. I have an annual pilgrimage this time of the year Mm -hmm. to a retreat for ministry staff led by my friend Jody Owens, Mm -hmm. Dr. Jody Owens. He's going to be in Danville in a couple weeks. He's going to do Old Testament University on the life of David on Saturday morning, November the 4th. And then he's preaching for combined services Mm -hmm. on Sunday morning, November 5th. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going down for his retreat, and I'm especially excited about the topic this year. He is exploring just in this age of, I would call it, cultural craziness that we're facing, especially mm-hmm. surrounding sexuality. He's looking at how did God create the body? Hmm. What does the Bible teach us hmm. about God's intention? And you know, I've said for a long time, sex and sexuality, it's God's idea. Right. And so that's not our typical focus. Normally we look at you know the word or we look at you know a theological concept, but I'm really excited mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. hoping that eventually... Dr. Owens will be able to come and do that presentation for us. Oh, yeah. I would think that'd be great for our awesome. like student ministers <laughs> to, to have that knowledge to share with kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, one of my best friends in ministry, I've tried to get him to come to this retreat mm-hmm. for five years, mm-hmm. and he's always turned me down. Mm-hmm. And I told him what the topic was mm-hmm. at 10 a.m. on a Monday, and he had signed up by that afternoon. Wow. That's how important I think yeah. this is yeah. for people in leadership ministry. Right. It's going to be done in a retreat format, which I love, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but Dr. Owens, just a great communicator, mm-hmm. great teacher. And um, I want to talk about Tobin and his <laughs> educational journey. Yeah. 
And so uh, you went to school around here, and you mm-hmm. graduated, and yep. you went to DAC. I did, yep. And you graduated. Yep. Were you homeschooled? I was homeschooled, So yep. yeah. your, your high school education was homeschooled. Correct. Yes. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Yep. But right now, you're enrolled at Johnson University. Yes, sir. Tell us about what you're doing educationally. So at Johnson University, they have this certificate program that's designed for people who are already in ministry. Mm-hmm. They want to learn more about the Bible. They mm-hmm. want to learn more about doing actual ministry. How mm-hmm. do we you know, write sermons? How do we minister to people? And so it's a certificate program. It's not a full degree program. It can be put towards a full degree, though. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so working with the leadership here at Second, we kind of talked about, you know, that might be something cool for me to try out. It's a new program. So they were looking for new recruits. Is it all online? And yeah, it's all online. So, uh, so how's that work? You do one class at a time. Yep. So it's one class at a time. Five classes. They're each seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and how far into this journey are you? Uh, so this is class three that I'm on right what now. What are the first two that you've done? So the first two, it was uh, spiritual formation for ministry, which talks about daily disciplines. Right. Um, right. Writing a rule of life was part of that. Right. Um, and then class two was intro to New Testament. So okay. just kind of a broad overview of the New Testament. Yeah, and then now I'm in uh, biblical teaching and preaching. Biblical which, teaching and preaching. Let me ask you a question before you do. Like yeah, yeah. I remember when you were in that first class, it seemed like you really were doing some practical things. Um, what did you say the class was again? Uh, spiritual formation for ministry. So you were like you gave up some social media for a time. I did, yeah. You did some rhythms. Mm-hmm. So of all three of the classes, which do you think has been the most helpful to you? Maybe practically, but then also I guess like educationally. Sure. I think spiritual formation for ministry really gave me some practical advice yeah. on like the direction of my life spiritually. Yeah. I think biblical teaching and preaching has given me so many tools, not just in like sermon writing, mm-hmm. right. which is something I think we're going to talk about, but right. also right. just sharing the Bible with people, you know, how to study the Bible better, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Neat. Um, so five classes. Yep. You're basically halfway through at this Pretty point, much, yeah. right? Well, do you know what the other two classes will be, or is it yes, a wait and see? Yes. So uh, the next class is intro to Old Testament. Okay. And then the last class is biblical interpretation. Okay. So. And when you're done with that, you'll have this certificate. Yep. And then you could go on for I could more education on. if yep. you want to, yep. or you could call it a day. I could call it a day. So before we get into the preaching and teaching, someone wants to know more about this. I mean, can they reach out to you? Because I yep. think it's ideal ideal for someone, we were just talking about this, that is doing ministry but doesn't have theological training and doesn't think they can do a four-year degree and balance all of it. It seems like this is like that happy medium where they can get a piece of that. So what's the best way someone could reach out to you? Uh, You can reach out to me at Tobin, T-O-B-I-N, at secondchurch.com, and that's spelled out S E. C O N D right church right. Yeah. Com. yeah well I love it and again I think Johnson's a great school mm-hmm. my daughter's a graduate from there we have mm-hmm. a lot of Johnson mm-hmm. people here on yeah. staff mm-hmm. and I love so much that you're doing it were you going to say something I was just going to really say what you said that you know our conversation on the radio last week about your alma mater seems like Christian yeah. education is having it's just being Shifting. forced to take yeah. a, a shift and this might be um, a way that someone who's already serving, right. um, they're already plugged in, they have a job at a church, but they, they need more, but right. they can't go back to school full time. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Well, let's talk about your class that you're in right now. What yep. really intrigued me is you reached out to me, mm-hmm. probably been a couple of weeks now, and you said, hey, I've got to preach a sermon, and I'd love for you to look at it. Yep. And you preached it on one of my favorite texts in the entire Bible. It's Acts 1, where Jesus is getting ready to ascend to heaven, yep. and his disciples want to know, are you taking down the Romans? Are you <laughs> establishing the kingdom right. now? And he says, you don't need to know that but the Holy Spirit's coming on you and you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You did a great job developing that. That's hard to do. What'd you learn through the process? Mm. I think the first thing that I learned was it's a lot harder than it looks. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? I think most... Just the whole process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think most people think, you know, ministers just sit down with their Bibles (laughs) and they cook up a sermon in a few hours. 15 to 20 Um, minutes, yeah, or whatever. I I will say, I think writing this sermon, it was a 20-minute sermon. It probably took me 15 to 20 hours Mm, to write. Well, I would say this. This was your first one. It was, yeah. And I think it does get easier in terms of flow and time. But I agree with you. I think that is a misnomer that's out there is uh, the good ones. I mean, the Chuck Sackets, the J.K. Jones, the Jody Owens. I mean, these guys are pouring over commentaries. They're connecting with illustrations. And it it really takes a lot to be able to make it happen. Um, How hard was it for you, not just in writing it, but in delivering it? You videoed yourself yep. preaching it in yep. front of some friends, but how sure. hard was w- it? Were there people in there? Because yeah. I watched it, but I didn't know yeah, if there yeah, were people yeah. in there. Okay. We, yeah. It was a few friends. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but it was uh, it was easier than I thought it was going to be. Okay. I've, I've taken some public speaking classes before at my time at DAC. Um, yeah. And I also grew up in a household where you know my dad was a preacher, so I yeah. saw him practice a lot, and so I kind of took some of that. Uh, with me when I was taking this class. So it wasn't too hard to deliver it. I think writing it was the hardest part. Okay, okay. And so is it the only one you have to do for this class, or do you have to do multiple ones? That is correct, just one. And so uh, are you going to preach it again? Are you going to teach it again? What do you Uh, think? It depends on if I have an opportunity, but definitely, yeah, I I would. Well, I would say you really created, I I thought you set it up well by looking at the text well, but also bringing in multiple other supporting texts and making it very practical. Because when Jesus says you're going to be my witnesses, he's talking to us, you know? He's basically saying you all have a job to do. And I think most people would say, I'll put money in the offering. I'll serve on a ministry team. Yep. I'll do a lot of stuff, but I don't want to talk to anybody about Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I get really nervous, and yeah. I thought you tackled that yeah. really well. So um, I, I would love to see you do it here. Yep. I'd love to see you yep. do it at That'd Second be Church because I think it is a great message that needs to be developed and needs to be shared. Steph? So what I learned, I think I told you this in my critique, I, I liked how you talked about how evangelism is a scary word, kind mm-hmm. of intimidating, but I like what you said. It's really just an open book test. Yep. Right. <laughs> and we have everything that we need. Right. And yep. if you don't know the answer, it's okay to say, I don't know. Yep. Right. I'm going to go find out. Yep. And so that's what I took away from that sermon for yep. me personally. So yeah. that was good. Thanks for letting me critique. Did you get that text assigned or did you pick that so we had a like a group of 10 different texts okay Uh, some of them were old testament some of them were new testament and i just kind of looked at them and i said well that's from acts and i like acts gotcha yeah I have a a lot of time in acts yeah yeah i have a question for both of you i guess so i think it's interesting that you took uh new testament 
intro to New Testament first, and then you're going to end with intro yeah, yeah. to Old. Why is that? Why don't you? Why don't they start with Old Testament, move to I New think, Testament? I think for me, it was schedule. They oh, just, so yeah. it wasn't like that's the yeah. way it, the order yeah. it goes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, and I think you know you need both. Uh, yeah, but, oh, yeah. But I think yeah. for us, we spend a lot of time in the New Testament. You right. need to know the Old Testament oh, without a doubt. But yeah, yeah I think uh, I, I'm really intrigued by this certificate mm. yeah. program that's out there. I think it is a great resource. And again, with Lincoln's news from a week mm-hmm. ago that they mm-hmm. are shutting down as an institution and the seminary is being acquired by Ozark, you know, we have fewer and fewer options if yeah. you want to go Christian church, Church of Christ. And what, I'm thankful for Johnson. What's your goal? Do you want to finish a degree or? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I think that was something that was kind of in my mind. And then just conversations with leadership, uh, we kind of decided this would be a good kind of intro into that yeah and then you know maybe if i wanted to finish a degree then i could go do that and maybe you could come up with a coursework how how to evangelize in nashville at the steel there you go that would be great yeah so we're both going to be in tennessee but we're going to be hours apart i'm going to be in the smokies i'll hold things down here at the fort while you guys are gone i will do that hey before we get you out of here you lead a ministry every Mm -hmm. week that i think is an important ministry i think we we do so many things here at second church Mm -hmm. I think sometimes some ministries get lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a good thing. And I love what's happening on Thursday nights. Talk about CYA. Yeah, so it's a ministry for people that are college age, kind of 18 to 25 range. Uh, we meet every Thursday at 7 p.m., just kind of hang out and talk about the word. But the really the important thing for me was I wanted a place where people could get together and yes. they could just be Christians yes. because that's not really a safe thing to do anymore, right. especially college age people. Right. So. And so someone's listening and maybe they're college age or they know someone that's college age. Do you have to sign up? Is there a cost for it? What would you say to people? Nope, just show up yeah. at Second Church. <laughs> 7 o'clock. You have second, Thursday 7 nights. o'clock every And do you Thursday. meet in the student building? Yep, student okay. building. Okay, so, so that's a big back. place. Yeah, I was going to say, how do people know when they come in the parking so lot? So there's signs that will say uh, CYA, <laughs> uh, okay. yeah. which okay. stands for College and Young Adults. Okay. And uh, you'll see those. The lights will be on. Yeah. Uh, the, the music cars. will probably be yeah. loud. There's yeah. music, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's uh, a segment that gets lost in the yes. shuffle, especially those that don't go off to college. Yeah, sure. A lot of times, I, you know, I packed up all my stuff and mm-hmm. I moved away and I had that campus life. Mm-hmm. But for people that stay here, you know, they need to have something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just love that we're leaning into them. I think it's yep. a really good thing. About how many are attending? Uh, we have like anywhere from 10 to 20 awesome. every week. So yeah. it's not so a huge, not overwhelming a huge group. group. Right. Nice. Yeah. Okay. But we're open to yeah. it being a huge group. Right. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. not. Yeah. We're not. That's great. Yeah. Hey, last thing, and we'll get you out of here. You were a part of the worship team for the awakening Mm -hmm. that happened three weeks ago. What a great journey that was. Give me your perspective on the awakening. You know, I think the awakening was a great event for Vermilion County. I think it's something that we've all been kind of hungry for lately. Uh, we've all wanted to see kind of a revival type yeah. thing happen in Danville, and I think it was a good spark to start the fire. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know that it was exactly what some people envisioned. I think right. a lot of people thought Asbury revival, right. which happened, right. you know, at the beginning of the year, and it wasn't exactly that, but I think it was a good spark to something yeah. bigger than that. Yeah. Um, and so I think it was a great event. Yeah. Were you tired? Because it seemed like you put I, in a lot you know, of hours that week. I was pretty tired, but I think we all agreed that it was definitely worth it by That's the end awesome. of it. So. Awesome. 
Well, Tobin Hess from Second Church, man, thanks for all you do. Thanks for sharing with us about your educational journey. And again, if you're interested in this ministry certificate, reach out to Tobin. Tobin at secondchurch.com. Call the office. You can leave him a voicemail at 217-442-7306. And we're going to go to break. It is Thursday, October 19. And when we come back, we're going to visit with Nathan Lindstra from the Hope Center about a really cool thing that's happening next week on Tuesday, the 24th. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Hear now from Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. All our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time. You know it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. 
Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg, and I just, I, I love working with Tobin. Yes. He's a good friend. Breath a, of fresh air. A good coworker, and he challenges me because he's a lot younger than me. Right. To think about things differently. So right. that's one thing I appreciate about a, a large staff. You know, yep. it's not just the same old age people like you and I, the same age, thinking the same way, right. you know, that we think all the time. So One anyway. of the things I love about Tobin is he is very young but he's hungry mm-hmm. and, you know, going back to school and mm-hmm. saying, I don't mm-hmm. have all the answers. And I think that's a great lesson for all staff, but especially for young staff right. to say, I-, I want that desire to grow. Right. And I'm excited about this program that he's yeah. a part of. I think it's particularly exciting because he's such a talented musician that he, right. he really probably could go anywhere in as the country musician. as a right. musician, but he's chosen to help us here at second. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, we are joined right now by Nathan Lindstra from the Hope Center. Now, you've been on Direct Line a couple times, I yes. think. And yeah. so uh, <laughs> welcome back, first yeah. of all, and thank you for Thanks. being with us. We're pre-recording this week because uh, I'm out of town. Um, but I want you to talk a little bit, first of all, about the Hope Center. I don't want to just assume that everybody that's listening knows about the Hope Center. What is the Hope Center, and why are you leading it? Sure. So thanks again for the opportunity to be on today. I appreciate those opportunities. So Hope Center is located in Fair Oaks here in Danville. So we're right there in the complex. It's public housing. So we serve the the kids, the youth, the families who live in the Fair Oaks area. Mm -hmm. And I started in 2007. Okay. And it wasn't called the Hope Center. It was just a little outreach (laughs) event out of our church. And things snowballed and grew over the years to where we are today. And we've had different spaces that we've been in. Mm -hmm. And we're really blessed with Mm -hmm. what we have today. We've got a great location right up front and in the middle of Fair Oaks where Mm -hmm. everyone can see us Mm -hmm. across from a playground. So we do after school programming during the school year, summer day camp. We've done vacation Bible school. We do family nights once a month for our families. So we have a whole host of different things that we've done over the years, some things we no longer do right. for mm-hmm. various reasons, mm-hmm. but right. yeah, God's been very faithful to us and it's been uh, awesome to see it firsthand what God has done yeah. in and through us. Is the ministry supported through the church that you attend? I mean, originally it was an outreach of the church. Right, that you out, of, out of connection. connection. Right. So is it still that or are you on your own? No, we are on our own. We've been... Uh, on our own with our own board, gotcha. own finances, everything for a number of years right. now. Okay. Right. But we're supported through individuals who give, churches okay. mm-hmm. who support us, community organizations, mm-hmm. businesses. We've gotten different grants over the years. So very diverse funding streams. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just cool to see what God has done and raised up over the years. Right. So 2007, it's 2023. That's 16 yeah. years. That this has unfolded. Yes. Um, talk about the impact of the Hope Center over the last 16 years, and let's say the next 16 years. How, how are you impacting <laughs> lives? How are you changing lives? So we've we've had, I was thinking, probably hundreds of mm-hmm. students, families yeah. that have had an impact through Hope Center yeah. over the years. Um, some stories. We've had students who've graduated from high school. Maybe their parents never graduated from high school, but they've graduated from high school. We've got one young man who grew up in our ministry who recently graduated from college, and he's a teacher in Indianapolis Public Schools. Wow. 
So it's really exciting to see that and encouraging. He's yeah. the first uh, student in his, or first of anybody in his family to graduate mm. from college. Wow. How so, cool is that? Yeah, it's really encouraging yeah. <laughs> to see. And he, by his own admission, he says, that, like, if he would have been in Chicago, his family moved down here a number of years ago. Okay. Because of where he lived in Chicago, he mm -hmm. said he probably would have been involved in a gang, mm -hmm. might have been dead or mm -hmm. in prison. Right. But God had other plans for him, and now he's um, college graduate and he's a public school teacher. That's awesome. So back in 2007, when you started, was it mainly like elementary school kids? Is that what you mainly had, or did you work with all ages? Right. Well, when it started, it was mostly elementary. Right. So now you're students. really beginning to see the fruit of. I mean, 16 right. years later, those kids are finally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Now, so some families, because we're in public housing, there's a lot of turnover. Yes. And so not everyone do we have a long-term relationship right. sure. with. Sure. Some, some we do. Yeah. And some maybe they move elsewhere in Danville and we still have a relationship with them after right. they move out of yeah. Fair Oaks. And some maybe we only see them for six months or a year and then they move somewhere else mm -hmm. and never right. see them. But mm -hmm. we just are trying to be faithful to sow seeds mm -hmm. and to do what we can with the people that God brings across our path. That's yeah. always been part of our, our motto to, yeah. <laughs> to be faithful with who God brings um, across us and then pass them on when it's time to move on. Do you have a staff or are you volunteer staffed? I mean, a paid staff or volunteer staff? Both. Both? So okay. we have we have regular volunteers uh -huh. who are involved with our programming, but we also have paid staff okay. as well. Some is paid through Hope Center and some is paid through some grants uh -huh. that we participate okay. with out of the University of Illinois. Yep. So Excellent. The U of I would be the holder of the grants, but we get the partner with them and mm -hmm. uh, District 118 okay. with yeah. some of our staff as well. Gotcha. Man, I love that. Well, hey, we asked you to come in today strategically because five days from mm -hmm. now, on Tuesday, October 24, you're hosting a very special evening. My wife and I are going to be attending it. Talk a little bit about what's taking place on Tuesday the 24th. Sure. So we're hosting what's called Evening of Hope, and we've done it in the past, but we haven't done a larger event in a number of number of years. So it's an opportunity for people to hear firsthand stories mm -hmm. about Hope Center, to hear more about who we are, mm -hmm. what we do. Yeah. And it's also a bit of a fundraising. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no obligation to, right. to give. We want people to hear more than right. <laughs> give, but we hope that uh, God might touch some people to mm -hmm. want to partner with us financially as well. But yeah. Tuesday, October 24th, doors open at 6. One hour program starts at 630. It's at Danville Christian Family Ministry, which is 50 East Liberty Lane. Is that right by Connection Church? It is. Okay. It's okay. right next door. It's gotcha. right by the railroad track. Some people may know it. It yeah. used to be a bank a okay, number of yeah. years ago yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. in Danville. Yeah. Well, uh, what is it? Because somebody no asked me. No what cost is to attend. Okay. But there's, okay. a, there's a church that okay. meets there, but they also have oh. okay. they have child care and okay. after school activities during the week. And Great. The Great. building has been transformed huh. that's yeah. that's awesome what they so have so it's an opportunity for the community to come in and see right. that building too yes <laughs> they have a sanctuary huh. they've got awesome. a, a banquet hall we're using the banquet hall okay. for the event but it's a very nice facility and yeah. we're excited to be able to host it there and so no cost to attend right but of course we are going to be asking people mm -hmm. to consider financial contributions mm -hmm. nathan one of the sad realities that i am seeing unfold in our community probably in all communities is a lot of our christian uh, parachurch ministries. I would consider this a parachurch ministry. They're really struggling financially. T times are, are really tight in a lot of ways. Um, how important are fundraising events like this for the Hope Center moving forward? 
So you're right. Things are are tight and challenging mm-hmm. at times, but God has always met our needs and yeah. God has always mm-hmm. been faithful yeah. to us. And these these events are important to, to raise awareness, to get new uh, new donors, mm-hmm. whether it's one time or recurring. So right. mm-hmm. yeah, it's very important to get the word out and uh, let more people know about who we are and what God has done through us. Mm-hmm. So someone wants to come, do they need to sign up? Do they just show up? What, what's the best route for them to go? Uh, we're, we're actually not doing RSVP, so people okay. can just show up. Just come on up. Okay. <laughs> if they find they have yeah. the, the evening available, yeah. last minute, they can just come on over. Now, there was a couple names that really jumped out at me in terms of hospitality for that evening. Who is providing the hospitality that night? Is it like Mad Goat and Royal Donut? Did I see that? Is that right? Uh, yes. Yes. Rachel George is helping <laughs> oh, us with man. organizing the, <laughs> yeah. the food and drinks. And you know, I'm trying to lose weight right now. So Royal Donut and Mad Goat is uh, not what I should be doing, but boy, do I love those donuts. And you know what I especially love are the Mad Goat scones. Mm. It's a little bit of heaven. Oh. I got to tell you right now. Agreed. Scones I are awesome. I eat way too much of them. <laughs> I don't know who bakes them, but they, they bring out new flavors all the time. Mm. And I just absolutely love the scones. Mm. Definitely. So it's good stuff. I, I just wanted to ask you, you have had such an impact on uh, children and families. How have these you know, I don't want to call them your clients, but how do people who attend uh, Hope Center, how have they impacted you? And how has it changed hmm. your life? Well, that's <laughs> a really, really good question because one of the things we talk about is developing mutual relationships so yeah. it's Absolutely. not hierarchical. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, one thing I've learned, I would say, is in Fair Oaks, there's a, a community a network amongst the families that's yeah. a lot stronger than I see in other communities. Really? So you see in other communities um, or neighborhoods, people will go into their house, isolate, go well, yeah. go yeah. into their garage, go into their house. Maybe they don't know their neighbors uh-huh. right. very well, uh-huh. but right. there's a very strong social network amongst the families to help one another out, encourage one another, be a source of support, help them get connected to resources. So that's one thing that I've observed as a real strength in the Fair Oaks neighborhood are those relationships and connections that Mm. families have Mm. with one another and the kids too. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're in close proximity to one another, so Mm -hmm. they develop close friendships and relationships with other kids that they, they So does it spur with. you to go home and not hang out in your garage but <laughs> yeah. your neighbors? It does yeah. challenge me. Yeah. It yeah, does challenge it does. me to think yeah. about the neighbors in my neighborhood and yeah. <laughs> yeah. being intentional about trying to get well, to know Even them. just the building. I mean, our homes are just built to be Right. We're in seclusion. We're not interacting, and so the buildings there are just they're it's set up so that you're you're connecting with other people on a more regular basis. Right. What else? Yeah. So that's one, mm-hmm. and um, uh, sorry, the question was what I've learned over the years. Or just or how have they impacted you? Has it impacted oh, you? Yeah. yeah. Well, one, I mean, in the context, it's the de- demographics are lower income mm-hmm. African American, mm-hmm. and I would say I've gained a greater appreciation for the black experience mm-hmm. in yeah. America. Yeah. And see, Cause I grew up in an all white yeah. community, right. <laughs> yeah. right. all white yeah. family. Yeah. And so it's opened my eyes to be yes. able to see the world from another mm. person's perspective yeah. and see that things aren't always as clear cut maybe as we assume they are mm-hmm. yeah. in America. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it's over the years I've really gained a deeper appreciation for what it means to be a minority mm-hmm. in America mm-hmm. and also yeah. to see things from that perspective in mm-hmm. America as well. 
Wow. Well, I would say that would be challenging for people like you and I that grew up in a mostly white church, white family, we're the same age, come to this event and you might, you might just learn something about our community that you didn't know about. Absolutely. What what I love just about hearing your journey is this started in 2007 with one church saying, we want to lean in Mm -hmm. and look at where it is 16 years later. And I think just having that dream, having that vision and chasing that is just so crucial. And it's a great opportunity. Opportunity. I we've talked every week about what a great community we have in Danville mm-hmm. and Vermilion County and West Central Indiana. And it's a great opportunity to come out and put our money where our mouth is mm-hmm. and say we want to partner. Um, so again, the event is Tuesday, October 24. It's yes. at the what's the name? The Danville, Danville Christian Tri- Family Ministry. Yes, sir. 50 <laughs> East Liberty, real close to Connection Church. Right. And the railroad uh, tracks there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doors open at six, one hour program beginning at 6 30 p.m. Royal Donut. <laughs> and Mad Goat Coffee, that, that ought to get some Can't people, to say the least. Mm. Um, hey, someone's listening, and they want to explore if volunteering mm-hmm. with Hope Center is in their future. What would you sure. say that they should do? Well, they can come to Evening of Hope sure. and right. talk to us there, but they can also contact us through our website okay. or through Facebook. You can just search Hope Center Danville, yeah. and we'll come up. Uh, you can call us or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. email me, but probably mm-hmm. the easiest way to find our contact info is on Facebook or yeah. our, our uh, website. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and one more thing, you know, we're getting toward the end of the year. This is the time that many churches and their mission teams are deciding end of the year gifts mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. monthly mission partnerships for 2024. If you don't know about the Hope Center, this is a great way to come out, mm-hmm. hear the stories, meet Nathan, meet his team, because I think, again, this is just such an awesome parachurch. I don't know if you guys call yourself a parachurch ministry or not, but I it's mean, really that's what one you way are, to look at. you yeah, know? Right. And I think, again, we've got to support these ministries or they're not going to be here, mm-hmm. you know, right. sadly. And right. as a board member at the Women's Care Clinic, finances, you know, are tight. Mm-hmm. As someone that's connected with other ministries, finances are tight. Let's support these ministries because there's no guarantee that they're going to be here forever. Sure. All right. Yeah, thanks. All right. Well, Nathan, thanks for joining us today. And again, the events, Tuesday the 24th, it's going to be awesome. An evening of hope at the Danville Christian Family Ministry. And say a prayer for the great work that's going on at the Hope Center. You're changing lives mm-hmm. one child at a time, mm-hmm. one teen at a time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, there'll be some real inspiring stories. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. Oh, <laughs> so, all right. All right. Come well, on out. Mm-hmm. Well, Nathan, thanks so much for being with us. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, Steph, I've got a couple articles that I want to talk to you about and let you know about a couple of events that are happening just around the corner at Second Church. It is Thursday, October 19. Greg and Steph with Nathan Lindstra. We're going to break. We'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. 
Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie and Greg, and what a great event that's coming up with the Hope Center with Nathan Lindstra. Um, just appreciate all that he does. Now, we could not do Direct Line on a weekly basis without our sponsors, so why don't you tell our listeners who sponsors this radio show? I am really <laughs> thankful for Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. Mm-hmm the team at Hans Tank Wash that donates their commercial time to the Women's Care Clinic. Right. The Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, they just do a great job. Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. Chris and Dacia Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic. The older I get, the more I need Robinson <laughs> Chiropractic. Yeah. And Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's. And that's a reminder that last week we had Rob Witzel, right. uh, part of the Witzel family with us. And they are hosting an event that is one week from tonight. Mm-hmm. It's a dyslexia awareness event mm-hmm. downtown at the Masonic Temple. Right. I'm going to be there. Yep. You're going to be yep. there. I think it is doors open at 6. Food or program begins at 6.30. maybe Uh and again reach out to me if you have questions about that i just love that we've had the same sponsors all the way through maybe they just have forgotten i don't think so i I think because i hear from them and i think they really appreciate that there is a strategic Uh program every week that looks at the events of the world through the lens of faith now i want to just say we are pre-recording because i'm out of town this week and so we don't really know what's happened in our world in the last (laughs) week we're recording on thursday the 12th and obviously Obviously, there's war in the Middle East, and there's war at Ukraine, and right, we right. could be missing some really big things. So we're not insensitive. We're Don't not think insensitive, we're insensitive at all, just, and I yeah. love to be able to tackle those issues. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the things about Direct Line is we want to tell the story of what's happening at Second Church. Mm-hmm. It's where we serve in right. ministry, and there's a couple of things that are ongoing right now that I wanted to talk about. We are just a week and a half away from the Fall Fest. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the Fall Fest, well, our third an, annual. Our third annual. It's our opportunity 
to invite the community to our campus and um, let them come with their kids, you know, dressed up in fun outfits. And there's games, there's, you know, carnival-like games, bounce houses, um, hot dogs, hayride, you know, all the typical fall stuff. And so it's just a great way to get the community out here. I think we're we're a big church, but we're kind of out. And so people don't may may, may not come here. We're out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, sometimes. And I can't tell you the number of people that have heard of us and have no idea where we are. Right. And you know, we're on the curve, Lynch and Voorhees. But um, it's going to be a great event on Sunday, the 29th. Four to six. Four to six. We'll be inside. We may be outside Mm -hmm. some, depending on the weather that day. But um, your kids will go home with a lot of candy. (laughs) They'll have a lot of fun. There's a lot of games. And you can have, adults and kids can have the best hot dog they'll ever have. I love the Rick Lighting hot (laughs) dogs. I think think there's popcorn. I mean, there's all kinds of things that are happening. It really has that festival feel. Mm -hmm. One of the things I love about this event, because it's an opportunity for the community to come to our church, but it's also an opportunity for us as a staff and yeah. us as a leadership to collaborate together, to yeah. work together. Because it's a massive undertaking. It is. I it's, think, what, how many people did we have through the doors last year? I think we had 800, 800 something. is the estimate. Yeah. Um, I personally think we're going to blow that out yeah. of the water yeah. this year, yeah. so maybe come early. Maybe that's one of the things that I would say to you. Don't, and it's don't not wait until 5.30. Yeah, and it's not just little kids. Bring your, your uh, middle school, your junior high, your high school kids, too, because right. our, our our student ministers are here, highly involved. And if you're looking for a church to get your, you know, preteen or your teenager plugged in, right. this is a good one to do it. So Absolutely. that's a great place to come and view the building, meet the staff, yeah. um, find out what's going on around here. You know, another thing that's happening that has happened now for 18 consecutive years mm-hmm. is that we are in the midst of our food drive. Right. And beginning this Sunday for the next four Sundays, we're collecting mm-hmm. food donations mm-hmm. And uh, we don't keep any of it. We right. give every bit of it away. Um, we are not an ideal location for a food pantry. No, no. My, my church in Clinton that I served, we we had kind of the food pantry mm-hmm. that the entire county came to. And we were right in the middle of the city, mm-hmm. and it made a lot of sense. And it's since become the neighborhood care center and mm-hmm. just an incredible ministry. On the curve on Lynch and Voorhees is not, not an ideal no. spot. No. But what I love about it is one time a year, we try to get as much food as we can, and we just give it away. Right. We give it away to great food ministries like St. James Food Pantry mm-hmm. and Antioch's Food Pantry. We take it to the smaller towns. Right. I know we go to Covington right. every year. We right. go to Oakwood. We go to Georgetown. We go to Hoopston. And we just try to help these pantries because, again, we talked about this with Nathan Nonprofits and parachurch mm-hmm. ministries are as much in need as they've ever been mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Right. And I, I don't know if there's one reason why that is. I don't know if there's one contributing factor. But again, we should just never assume that the Covington Food Pantry is going to always be there. We should never assume that St. James right. will just always have this great food pantry. Right. It's an opportunity for, I think, churches of all sizes, at whatever size your church is, you could do a food drive. And you you fill one box of, with food and you think this isn't going to do much. But right. when your church works together, oh. it, it, it's a huge amount of food that can, can bless people. And so yeah. I, that's one thing I love about being part of a larger church is that everybody can do a little and it's a big impact. So even if you're not a part, like if you're part of a different church and they don't do it and you'd like to support it, yeah. we'll take food from anybody. Absolutely. Just drop a box off at, at the church during yeah. during office hours and we'll we'll take your food yeah. and well, add it. One more thing I want to talk about that's happening in, in a week basically is um, full disclosure, I'm on the board at the Women's Care Clinic mm-hmm. and uh, we, we have a new event that we are promoting. We're calling 
calling it Open House and Diaper Drive. Mm -hmm. And so I talked earlier about Rob Witzel. Mm -hmm. His sister Katie reached out to a couple of us Mm -hmm. back in the springtime and said that in her friend group, she's noticed that there's been a lot of like showers for soon-to-be mothers or new mothers where they like just saturate them with diapers. Mm -hmm. And she said, what if we did that for the women's care clinic? Wow. What if we had a diaper mm-hmm. drive for the women's care clinic? I love ideas like mm-hmm. that. I love ideas. And with a young grandson, you know, he just turned three mm-hmm. months this week. They go and through, they go through those diapers, diapers baby. It, and they're it, so expensive. They are. They are. So what's really cool about mm-hmm. this, though, is we could have just had a diaper drive, drop off your diapers and call it a day. Right. But Katie and Mariah Hansen collaborated together mm-hmm. and said, what if we leverage this opportunity and created an open house? Yeah. And so... Talk a little bit about some of the specifics that are going to take place on Saturday, October 28th. Well, it sounds like from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at their location on 1509 North Bowman, right. you can just come in and see the building. Um, you can look at their live ultrasound, uh, learn about their history. Um, it looks like they're going to have a new sign, and yeah. you get to see that. Yeah. And they're just asking you to bring a pack of diapers. And if you want to bring more, you could bring more. Yep. But bring those, and then you can come and actually see the facility. It's an amazing yep. facility. Yep. I mean... I've only been in it a couple times, but I have always been blown it's away. It's state of the art, and it, I don't say really, that flippantly. It, yeah, I mean, it really and, is. You know, God has continued to provide the women's mm-hmm. care clinic is in year 31. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the need is as great as it's ever been. Right. I assume that you'll be able to meet the staff. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The volunteers. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they'll all be there. So we'd encourage you to come out on Saturday, October 28th from 10 to 1. And again, for a lot of people, I think the issue of, I'm going to call them crisis pregnancy centers. There may be a better term for that. But I think that's kind of been in the background for many years. They've done a great work, but we haven't really thought about it. But then Roe versus Wade was mm-hmm. overturned. And then, you know, Planned Parenthood said, we want to come to Danville, Illinois, right. which that has not happened yet up right. to this point. And it's just been a reminder. We need the women's care clinic because they care for every person that walks through those doors. Right. They help people long after pregnancy. Well, that's they the whole point of diapers. Plus. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Um, they help people that make the decision to have abortions. Right. You know, a lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. But there was a great event that happened two weekends ago called Deeper Still. Mm-hmm. And it's a weekend retreat for the abortion wounded mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. And that's women and men. Correct. And uh, we have people in our church that are a part of that mm-hmm. great ministry mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have shared their testimonies before. And so I just love so much the work that's going on. I can't wait. I, I had the opportunity to go out of town that weekend. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've shifted my schedule. So I'm going to be in town and I'm going to be at the women's care clinic from 10 to 1 and I would love for you to come on out check out what's happening see what's unfolding you will definitely be blessed well hey we've got another choir Sunday right around the corner is that right we do I think we're going to do November 5th when we're combining uh, venues which I'm excited about so hopefully we'll have a a large group and then that'll hopefully kick us off we want to have a choir on Christmas Eve yeah Christmas Eve is on a Sunday this year so that's what the goal is and that's going to be a great day I talked about it earlier in our interview with Tobin Mm -hmm. Hess but Jody Owen Owens mm-hmm. from Johnson University is going to be with us that whole weekend long. He's doing a lot of teaching on Saturday morning, he the fourth. Such a good Isn't teacher. He, good? he you is know, he's such a, a good teacher. Guy. A lot of times you hear Old Testament professor, and <laughs> maybe the image that you have yeah. is not one of someone that's going to connect with you. Man, I love that guy, yeah. and I never am at a loss for conversational topics. So if somebody him. is interested in attending that Saturday just come event, on out. Yeah, it's just on come Saturday, on out. November fourth, yeah, and it's teach- free. 
free. Teaching starts at 8.30. He's going to do three sessions. The doors will open at 8. Sandra Lathrop from our team is handling the hospitality for that day. We're going to have, like, donuts and kind of breakfast foods, the coffee, the juice. And we'll be done by noon. We'll wrap up uh, at lunchtime. He packs so much in those few hours. So if you're interested, he's talking about David? David, Life Life of David. David. He's going to be in 1st and 2nd Samuel and... Uh, and then on Sunday, he's going to talk about David. And, you know, David's, uh, we use the term heroes of the faith, and David was a great hero of the faith. He was, he was a the scoundrel. man after God's own heart, but he sure had a he colossal a crash and burn, didn't he? He did. You know something I learned mm. recently? You probably knew this. You know, David, we believe, wrote most of the Psalms. Mm-hmm. There's 150 Psalms, mm-hmm. and we think he wrote uh, an overwhelming majority of them. It's believed that most of the Psalms that he wrote were after his crash and burn Hmm. with Bathsheba Mm -hmm. and not before. Hmm. And it's just a reminder that God is a God of second chances. Mm -hmm. And when your heart is truly repentant Mm -hmm. and you cry out like David did in Mm -hmm. Psalm 51, Mm -hmm. you know, I have sinned, I am wrong, Mm -hmm. created me Mm -hmm. a clean heart, you know, cleanse me of my iniquity. Uh, we have a God that loves us. Crash and burn is usually a, a good time to to, <laughs> right. to turn to God. I learned That's that right. and celebrate recovery. That's so, right. Um, yeah. Hey, real quickly, we've only got two minutes left. You were a part of a Celebrate Recovery weekend trip. Tell I, us about it. I went with nine leaders from our our local Celebrate Recovery. We went to Canton, Ohio, and the big wigs from CR were there, Mac Owen, Johnny Baker, yeah. um, and it was down-to-earth practical information on how to help your share groups um, handle conflict and just some leadership skills. And so, yeah, those are that is a place that was full of crash and burn people. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and they are proud proud to admit it, you know, yeah. yeah, I crashed and burned, but I found Christ and he has changed my life. And so I just loved that I got to spend time with those, those dear volunteers from our church who are heading up such an important ministry. And you know, it's a reminder, Celebrate Recovery meets every Tuesday. Every evening. Tuesday. We are here at Second Church mm-hmm. from 6 to 8 p.m. It's for people that have hurts and hangups mm-hmm. and habits. And if we're being honest, that's all of us. That's right? all of us. <laughs> right? Not everybody has crashed and burned, right, right, but right, right. a lot of us have. <laughs> and, and I think the, the thing I love about Celebrate Recovery, this is not being pejorative toward any other recovery ministry. We are saying without apology, Jesus Christ is our higher power. We're not where we need to be, but we're going to lean on one another. And I see it almost every Tuesday yeah. night. You know, I'll see people come in and they're on top of the world mm-hmm. when they get their six-month chip. Mm-hmm. I've seen people come in, they're as broken as broken can yeah. be, and there's just this surrounding yeah. of them. There's just yeah. this love that takes yeah. place. So I tell people all the time, come check out Large Group. Even if you think your life's perfect, right. come check it out and you will really <laughs> be blessed. Yeah. So, well, Steph, thanks for uh, taking time. We've done a lot of radio. We're pre-recording this, of course, and mm-hmm. but I'm thankful for you and all that you do. And again, uh, if you're not plugged into a church, you're always welcome to join us Absolutely. at Second Church. We're here on Sundays at 8 and 920 and 1045. Mm-hmm. And beyond ha- on, on behalf of my friend Steph, this is Greg saying thanks for listening to Direct Line, and we'll see you next week. Have a great day.